This is David Schroeder, and I'm on the Legends of Tabletop broadcast. I just want to know how's the progress on the base because they because he would have taken a, a, a shuttle over or whatever to see like the pace of construction and all that kind of stuff. I mean, at this point, it seems likely you'd have at least all of the minimum requirements are per, are are built. So there's you know bunk rooms and mess hall and you know armory and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing specialized built unless you order it so. Uh, so right now it's like a pretty rudimentary, like, infantry base, essentially. Okay. So for all intents and purposes, uh, complete then, without any extra... I mean, like, yeah, as a, like, for the guys there and what they have, sufficient. Is it great? No. Is it functional? Sure. It'll protect what's there for the moment. Okay. I mean, they can always they can always uh, try to negotiate some upgrades later. I, I don't know that there were any when we. No, or you're gonna have to like yeah, like use your profit factor to buy those upgrades and yeah, yeah. whatever you want to do with it. Like That's if you want to make it your base base, then you're gonna have to spend money to do it. Yeah, that's fine. It, it's a fallback position if it comes to that. Sure. And then those those guys have a place to stay, so they're not like mingling, I guess, with the engineers and all. I mean, not, not like they're restricted. Your but... guys on the ground, yes. For like a much bigger force, not so much. Like, <laughs> not like all of your troops on your ship. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. You know that sort of stuff. Like, there's definitely not room for that. I mean, you have lots more troops than that, or at least people that you. Sort of <laughs> conscript into being troops when you need to. Sure, sure. Um, that sort of thing. So, okay, we're ready to leave. Okay, they, you know, everyone says, you know, everyone seems like they're in good spirits. The uh, CEO seems fairly happy with what you've done so far. Uh, the, uh, as far as you know, you're in good standing with your contract. Your profit factor is still secured because um, it's sort of like a money flow thing more than it is money itself. So everything still looks good. Uh, everything looks protected. And at that point, you are on the bridge of the Heretic's Bane. And the decision comes as to where you head next. Uh, Kainok set in a course for Agusia. And uh, I will mention Kynok actually is not on the bridge right now. He will, he will, he will calm communicate. He'll, he'll like over the comms communicate, but he is staying on the observation deck at this point. Okay. Uh, so you want to go to Agusia, and I need to look up those rules real quick because I never remember the sequence of events. Oh, I have them jotted down here. 
Step one, GM determines duration. Navigation warp test to estimate. Okay. Uh, then do that. All right. I will do that while you're rolling. All right. I am rolling. Let's see. And I better not fail this. It's almost impossible. Uh, that is a 39 out of 73. Uh, you think it will take two months and warp? Okay. Yeah. Here? So, yeah. So I'll, I'll communicate that. I'll have a, um, I'll have a gentleman, an assistant on the deck that I will communicate to. So I'll, so I'll, I'll explain to him that it is approximately two months and he can relay that information to the captain. It is so relayed. Yeah. And let's see here. Uh, then a, a plus 10 awareness test to locate the Astronomicon. That is, oh, um, do I want to use, yeah, you know, I rolled a, it was a uh, 74 out of 63. Okay. But I think I'm going to use a fate point. You get any free reroll, or that's just a void master? No, but if I use a fate point, then I automatically succeed at that check. Your call. So, um, uh, you know what? It's only, it's only, it's only locating the beacon. <laughs> but, uh, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to. And it's only yeah. And it's step two of two of five, and it's only by one degree. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna let that one slide. So that's a seventy-four out of sixty-three. Okay. And then uh, plus ten perception test to detect obstacles. So as you're doing it, like Minari's starting to get kind of twitchy, and he gets back on the comm, and he's like, "Kynock, don't don't fuck it up." <laughs> well, you might want to save that. That was a twenty-three out of sixty-eight. Okay. The outcome on that one is secret. I feel All like right. he kind of knows your routine, so he's like starting to get antsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then a navigation warp test to determine accuracy and time modified modified by the step two outcome. So modified. Uh, okay, by so my... it's a that's a minus ten then. Yep, minus ten. You're off on the. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, the... and this is the one that I might end up using the fate point on. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what are you? Oh yeah, definitely. That was a ninety-two out of six out of seventy-eight. So I am totally gonna fate point the shit out of that one. It'll take us ten years to get there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and let me double check because there's something about that. Um, uh, uh, he w- um, so he will succeed by 1d5 degrees of success with five counting as zero degrees of success. Okay. If degrees of success are relevant to the effect of the power. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if this overrules it or not, but okay, go ahead. I'm gonna say, wait, you. So, what's your reroll? Uh, what's your fate point? Is that an ability? Yeah, it is. Okay, I'll. I'll so, if you fail that's your navigation, my, that's, my house, you a, that's my house power. Uh, okay, so if you fail a navigation warp test normally, and you roll a nine on either dice, 
Oh, actually, yeah. you know what? Hold on one sec. I've you get thrown <laughs> off course into a random place of my choosing. Oh, I love it. Well, you know what? So I so I actually haven't used this power yet, and I've so been like, using it. Yeah, it's and, a... but I've read it wrong. So the navigator can spend a fate point to automatically succeed in using a navigator power. Yeah, that's not navigating that's, the warp. That's not navigating the warp, so never mind. I've never it, actually no, used it's it before. Not. So it's going to be 10 years then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just we, we're just at a different place now. Yeah, that's right. like, you're just way off course. Oh, that's so awesome. In that case. Um, All right. And then I need, and then I need to make. Yeah. Well, depending on if anything happens, I then need to make a perception test to leave the warp. Yes. You want um, that now? Or actually, give me, uh, give me a percentile. Sure. Die roll again. Yeah, I'm gonna use my white ones over here. You're way off course, so I want to know a where. What? Seventy-one. Seventy-one. It's not that bad. Um, but everyone on board suffers from strange dreams. You hear whispers in your periphery while you're awake. Uh, many of them seem ominous, uh, and that, as in each individual, hears whispers of uh, betrayal and... Uh, Someone being corrupted in your midst. <laughs> Whether that holds any truth, you can't say. But the warp is a finicky beast. And so you all are sort of on edge uh, <laughs> as you are in the warp um, for but what you would estimate a month before coming into system give me uh give me your perception roll all right to leave the warp i believe that's a minus it's 20. a negative 20 yeah oh i'm gonna fate point that <laughs> that's not good that's not good at all it wasn't a 90 but it wasn't good oh that's so much worse that's a hundred <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> I just rolled a hundred. What? So really? Hundred out of thirty-eight. We're all paranoid coming out of the warp now. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! What oh. do I do here? What? Do Before do? you kill us, does Jarnan <laughs> get to to make a Medicaid roll at all while we're in the warp or no? <laughs> nope. Not after you're boozing. You know what mm. else doesn't get to happen when we're in the warp all that time? You mm. drinking. What is that? Because I told you that you can't drink until we arrive at Aguzia. Oh, fuck. He doesn't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you have a couple new scars. Probably. <laughs> all right. Let me see what I got. Um... I feel like you leave notes. Like there's a note on my command chair. There's a note like on my door. There's a note like under my pillow. <laughs> you remember your promise. <laughs> I feel bad just... for putting that flask in the service call then. I just like leave like a carving of a little flame in <laughs> random places where you'll see it. 
on his quarters door. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, on the flask. <laughs> well, I mean, I do still have the flask. Mm. That thing's getting engraved. On Jarvis's forehead. Uh, I'd be fucked up. Yep. <laughs> Keep fucking around. <laughs> Sorry, I was not prepared for this level of crazy town. Shittery. Um, yeah. Last time point, I crashed the ship into a space into a uh, into a space station. Let's see what we can do now. <laughs> All right, this is gonna be fun. You come out of warp and immediately sensors start wailing, uh, screams is used to it. <laughs> of alerts uh, <laughs> ring out on the bridge as your sensors detect ships uh, in your presence. Uh, Someone needs to give me a negative 20 uh, auspex check. That's a scrutiny check, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably Emma's because he's at the helm. I think he's got better scrutiny. I don't know what your detection is, but it would be plus whatever detection you have as well, but trying to find it. I think it's like 23. Uh, you know, it's like a pretty stealthy ship. The detection bonus is 22. 22, and then, Neo, you said minus 20? Yep. Okay. So, so plus two. Plus two. Plus two. And, and Venari's screaming at you, evasive actions! Evasive actions! 06 out of 42. Oh, beautiful. That's why we keep you... You, as you're scanning... Uh, your jaw drops as you see the scanner showing a a huge hulking concoction of components that has a gaping toothy looking maw on the front indicative of an orc cruiser. Wait, hold on. It's gigantic, uh, as in cruiser sized to you, uh, at least for your sh- what you would normally say. And it's they are quite formidable in your knowledge, as well as at least two uh, orc attack frigates flanking it. <sighs> A hail uh, comes in from the cruiser. <laughs> Venari's eyes flick over to Jarnan. And then he fucking, you know, hits the com button. Uh, the god emperor punishing you for alcoholism. I don't, this is not the time, Jarnan. This is the time. <laughs> Let me work here. Just give me a minute. And that was totally like whispered into your ear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you you open the hail. All right. So before we do that, I'm gonna do that. But do you want me to make a forbidden Lorazinos roll? So like, what do I know about orc? Because like player, you know, may or may not know more than what Venari would know. I guess. Sure. Go ahead. 
I don't know why I asked because I probably just fail it. Um, you never know. Let's see, thirty-nine out of two, two, two out of forty. You know some shit. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> what would you like to know? Orc, uh, orcs are exceptionally violent, relatively uncompromising brutes. Their ships are super powerful, but in some cases uh, have significantly more offense uh, than defense as far as capabilities. Not shocking uh, for most orc tactics involve bludgeoning something to death versus anything else. And then um, other than that, you know, most of their stuff works aside from the fact that it shouldn't and uh, you shouldn't really fuck with them unless you're prepared for a real crazy fight. Right. He knows about the teeth and the, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, overall, yeah, they, they collect teeth. That's their like money slash honor points. And there's a very loose hierarchy based on who can, smash someone's brains in and they are you know a hierarchy of like little slug men troll things that then eventually will reach a point where you know sort of like little goblin-y guys evolve and then goblin-y guys will eventually evolve into like bigger orcs and then they basically are a fungus that propagates but eventually becomes these giant fucking crazy things that one smash your face in. Okay. Yep. So it opens a hailer. <laughs> uh, you see a disgusting sort of bridge filled with just detritus and fucking gross shit hanging off everything. Uh, and a massive orc uh, sitting in a, a captain's chair. Uh, he's sort of, he's decked out. He's got, you know, some massive skull of something you've never seen before as a helmet. His armor looks like it's a patchwork of various metals and leathers and scales. Uh, he looks furious. I, what stupid you me? Do in all space. Uh, Big Chief, we made a mistake. Navigator, stupid. Bad navigator. He's like, he's waving right, like off screen. He's waving like this and he's like doing like pencil hand motions. Okay. So if someone like runs over like off screen, he scrawls on there. Tell Kynok to get us the fuck out of here. Start getting ready to make another jump. Oi! Well, then, you pay the toll, and I'll let you go. And and what would the toll be, Mighty Chief? Whatever you got. To the tune of some amount of profit factor. How about bad grain? Are they hungry? <laughs> All that shit's still in the hold, right? Uh, you could try that, um, if you want. 
that's up to your negotiating power, I guess. Hmm. Um. So he says, uh, "We or you give us what we deserve, whatever we want from your hold, or however many of our crew we can eat." <laughs> Those are considerable options. Um, we we don't. Those have- are options. Those be the rules, or you go boom. Ah, I I understand where you're coming from. Um, I don't think you do. Give him a taste of it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are you guys? Are you guys hungry? Like we have so much grain that was supposed to go to the emperor, but I mean, if if we have to pay the toll, and not only are we gonna pay the toll to you. Because we have trespassed in your space, orc space. This is your area. But you're also stealing food from that. I mean, he kind of like cups his hand. He kind of like leans towards a monitor. That monster. They they need that grain. This, I mean, you know, he kind of like looks at Jarn and kind of like, you know, kind of like hides his face. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> Give me a. This is still pretty tough. Um, I mean, they're they're hostile, insane, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be flattering and sort of like fellowship. Give me a fellowship, but it's going to be minus thirty. Oof! Can you even do that? I can. Well, theoretically, I can make all the right, roll. We'll see. Uh, all right, screen one. I rolled a 13, and minus 30 gives me 25. <laughs> wow. <Got> allies. <laughs> he thinks I'll about take- it for a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. But we don't, we don't eat grain. We eat people like you. <laughs> what if... What if I told you, he leans in again, that the grain, he looks around, is made from people. And he kind of like leans back and he nods his head. (laughs) Jaw drops. It's made of people. Soiling green is people. (laughs) How much of it you got? Uh, he, He like... Pulls up a data pad. I, I don't know if he remembers or not. I'm just like like he's looking. I don't know however much. Like we had tons and tons and tons. And tons <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I'll now that's the, are you are you willing? Are you going to give him like so the uh, the what you told the emperor or the empire the imperium was the administration. You're going to give him like I thought you were going to give him the good stuff. That we was did not tainted. Yep. Yep. And that's they don't already, yeah, know already happened. The and they don't. You said the other was. You got rid of the other stuff, but then you were gonna fuck people over with it. Yeah, Are I'll say at this point too. Yeah, uh, at this point the, the door. Yeah, the door is actually open, and Kynok will come on deck at this point. <laughs> oh, who's that? I see him in the back. That's the asshole that put us over here. That guy. Oh, then I want him. I'm going to eat him. I'm going to eat him up good. 
you know what? I, believe me, I want you to eat this guy, but... Then let me have him. I, for my own satisfaction, I need his teeth, and I'm going to flay that son of a bitch. But I, I'm asking for teeth right now. You give me all the teeth. Teeth is what I need then. I need the teeth. Would you, so, because the grain is made out of people, the teeth are in the grain. You can't, you can't wear them, and nobody's... But it's all part of the whole... It's part of the thing. Wait a minute. They grind uh, everything give me all together. Either, give me either a fellowship or intelligence test. Just straight up at that uh, point. All right. I will attempt to do so. And then with whatever reason, rationale you're going to give him for... I'm on a fate point, because that's an 81. <laughs> okay, you might want to do that. Uh, 40 out of 55, so a degree of success. On what? Uh, persuasion on my, and intelligence? Uh, persuasion, I use fellowship again. Okay, so he, yeah, he wants the teeth. Okay, so he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How am I going to use those teeth if they in Gwaines? Here's the thing. When you eat the teeth, it's going to make you even stronger. The, the strength is from the inside. Wait a minute. That kind of makes sense for a second. Hold on. Let me think about this. If I eat the teeth, the teeth becomes me. And then exactly. I'm worth more. Right. All right. I, I want it all. I want all of it. We're, we're going to give you every damn pound of grain that we got. I want all that teeth grains. But you're going to let us go then, right? Because you're the big chief. You're the smart one. We're That's stupid right. enough to be stuck here. That's right. You're stupid. You came on our spot and I took your teeth. Even in the form of grain, I took all of your teeth grain, and now we, the smart ones, we, the fed ones. And not only that, we're eating your teeth, because you're so stupid, your teeth are in your grain. That's not even, that's not even a thing. That's stupid. How stupid could you be to put your teeth in the grain, and now we'll eat them, and we'll be even better than you. That's even stupid. You're so stupid. I, you're right. I, we are pretty stupid. All right, well, you give us, you're going to give us all that grain. We're going to send it over. You send it over. We're going to take it all. We're going to eat it all. And we're going to be even more. And you'll never, I don't want to see your face again. And if never I do, either. then your teeth and that man's teeth and that man's teeth and that man's teeth, those are all my teeth. I'm going to be honest. You probably don't want that guy's teeth, but I understand what you're saying. I don't care. You are I want smart. them teeth. Look, I'm not eating those teeth. I'm selling. I'm going to use those teeth to buy something great. A shooter or an even bigger shooter. The biggest shooter. But this grain, I feel like I'm going to eat this grain. I'm going to be even stronger. And I'm going to eat it all. And then we are going to be the strongest orcs ever. Yeah, so you I'm are. Be big, big ball. The big boss, that's fucking stupid. We're gonna be the big. I'm gonna be the big, big boss, cause I'm eating all you stupid motherfuckers' teeths. You're gonna be the biggest boss. All right, send it over, and I'll, I'll think about letting you go. 
I, but I, you said you okay. All right, just do it. He like gives him a jaunty salute. <laughs> uh, you transfer the grain, I assume. Yeah, I assume yeah. it probably takes a couple of hours. It takes a very long time to transport it all. Do we have any dead people? Because like he would send a couple of fucking skulls over just for good measure. You certainly have dead people if you want. If you want. Hell yeah! If you want to? He he has the crew pull up a couple of the fucking corpses that were they were gonna feed into the fucking the the uh, the recycler, and he says, <laughs> "Look, s- send special from me. Put like a dozen of those in a bag and send them over with <laughs> a bow on it." Okay. <laughs> I mean, feed the rest into the recycler. I mean, people got to eat, but you know. Yeah, sure. Uh... <laughs> Kynock is not sure whether he's happy about what just happened. <laughs> okay. Like, it's kind of like I was, he was expecting it to be like spread out more, but I think well, it's okay either going to be real good or real bad. <laughs> oh, it's going to be real bad. <laughs> You never know. They trade you. you I never. Yeah, Kynock did not tell Venari how tainted the grain actually was. I love the Venari. I drastically underplayed. Drastically underplayed it. Oh yeah, and you're sending it all to a bunch of orcs. Orcs really a fleet of fucking die from much stuff. So when they eat that, if you think about what tainted humans might be like, mm. welcome to Tainted Orcs. By welcome the, to Tainted Orc Town. By the system full. Uh, yeah, we'll be by then. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far. It's still in the system. So uh, they get the uh, you get they they get the transfer. You see the orc captain punching a bunch of people and shoving it down, <laughs> rain down their face, explaining them that it's actually teeth, uh, and that it's 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 a win, and that they have to eat it no matter how terrible, no matter how gross it is. And then he's like, "Shut that kit, shut that car off," and then the weapons power down. Seems like you're free to go. Okay, he doesn't say anything about the bag of heads I sent him. He does not. Okay, fair. Not enough heads really to matter to him. Like, it's some, um, but it wasn't like, unless you sent thousands, he's like, it's just like, that's like, you know, saying thank you at the end of a note. Okay, fair enough. To him. So if Kainak is still on, on the bridge, he's like, get mm. down there, get us the fuck out of here right now. Is there any, can I, is there any way for us to like, Bookmark our location. <laughs> GPS for geocaching. Yeah, just in case uh, we want to come back and check out how this is played out later. Uh, you could give me a warp navigation roll to oh, see I'm awesome if, at those. if you can remember slash sort of like memorize slash compute the route you actually took. Let's to fix your problem. Uh, let's see. That is a... Oh, so... 84 out of 85. <laughs> You're pretty... You have a... 
more than vague idea of where it yeah. is in relation to the Astronomicon. You're you're like actually you. sorry, I, I read the wrong so it's an eighty four out of a seventy eight close. So no. Yeah. Too much turbulence. You don't know where yeah. you ended up. You know you ended up in orc space somewhere, but you can't tell from where you were. You can't. Yeah, you can't map a route. Okay. So yeah, you're like, I have no fucking clue how to get back here. <laughs> <laughs> can Which I have? Good. Yeah. Can I have MS like moving the ship out from under them while he's doing his thing, or do we have to be stationary for that? What do you mean? So, so like, I imagine, like, Frigate and Raiders, and we're kind of, like, sort of in the middle here. They power down. I want Emmas to move us out from under them while mm-hmm. Kynok is locating the Astronomicon and all shit. I just don't know if we could do it. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. So we're beating feet. <laughs> yeah. You see them moving. You don't notice them taking attack approach or anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fly casual. Fly casual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make it a little easier. Give me an Astronomicon and then the navigation check. To see if you can get this one right. Uh, My awareness was a 43 out of 68. Okay. You're pretty sure... You've got a Goosea located. Mm-hmm. And then my the Astronomicon nav- at least located. You, you feel like you've got a pretty good sense Astronomicon-wise. Oh, nice. All right. And then my uh, navigation was a 35 out of 78. Okay. So this one, pretty I'm sure you like got right. Beasting numbers right now. So at this point, I would say if you have wounds that are unhealed, you would heal at a quarter rate. Those so it'd be like half your wound total possible wounds. So I get my one back, takes me back to seven. Then, no, what's your total wound threshold? My total wounds is 14. I'm currently at six, so you would get seven back. Oh, oh, I'm getting oh, okay, yeah, Yeah, you would get half of your total wound capability healing back because it takes you another couple, it takes you another month. Slash longer, uh, but that's at quarter healing. So, uh, give me another percentile. Yeah, fun. Who me? Nope. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is a straight up forty six. That's all we're asking for. Okay, let's see. You make a U turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Everyone's. Oh no! no, no oh, sorry, that's navigator mutation. Sorry, sorry. Um, I also just went ahead. If you want, I just straight up pre-rolled the entire navigation thing. Oh, sure. Let's do it. If you already pre-rolled it, I was just trying to make it faster. Oh, all right. Well, no. So then I ended up getting a uh, a three out of sixty-eight on the <sighs> detect obstacles. Okay. Uh, then you have no travel. Don't roll the percentile. Then you're fine. Oh, okay. And then you I totally got a yeah. navigate cleanly. Nice. And then I got a uh, 78 out of 98 to determine accuracy and time. Okay. That's including the modification of step two. And okay. then, as usual, with Kynock, a 91 out of 38 to leave the warp. <laughs> 
Fuck you, turn. Should have gave you to the orcs. Uh, so you show up at the time you were supposed to originally show up? Yeah. Without go. the orc situation yeah. and extra travel? However... In the space, in the starship. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's, uh, you are too close to the star in that system, and you're gonna go ahead and take... How many... How many points, uh, like, physical armor points does your ship have? <laughs> I don't even remember. Space use. We're not a hardy 14. ship. 14. <laughs> shields one. Uh, shields won't matter in this case. Uh, <laughs> 14. Uh, is that so? That's armor. I'm Ar- guessing. Yeah, turret rating one, shields one, armor 14, hull integrity 32. Okay, armor and hull integrity are halved. Oof. Oh. Damage until you fix that. And I'm going to say they'll all figure out some calculation for how much it costs you profit factor-wise to do that. (laughs) Um, Because that's a huge failure. That is, yeah, uh, Kynox skipped the exiting the warp lessons. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of just come out wherever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It doesn't go well. I'm really awesome at getting in Um, there, but... So you're going to have... So that is until you get to a place to dry dock mm-hmm. and fix your ship. <laughs> this place is not that. <laughs> Lucia is not that. Um, uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so you show up like as you warp in, it, it's like you actually feel the heat. essentially just shredding through the armor and hull of your ship so close that I mean you're going fast so it's only for a split second but for a split second it's like being you know in the fires of hell as you are so close to a sun your ship is essentially fucking melting as you're flying just 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 searing off armor the hull itself we exit the warp everything is bathed in a whitish red in a yellow red light (laughs) yeah you like the sensors see nothing other than just blinding electromagnetic energy and then you, as you're slowing down, you're far enough away from the the sun's corona that you're no longer melting. But your ship has taken a lot of damage from exiting that closely. Yeah, Venari's just screaming, status report! I need a status report! So I have an ability that lets me see nearby perils. Would the sun be that? <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I see nearby perils. Yeah, going closer <laughs> to it would be bad. Exiting at that point, it would have been you would have definitely, as you came out of warp, yep. you detected that it was a very perilous, <laughs> <laughs> super, super perilous. 
it's I'm assuming bad. there's like uh, no system on the bridge. No, si- yeah. So no, uh, like systems themselves are damaged. So no system hard points are damaged, but the structural integrity and armor has been compromised by a bit. You've taken a fuck ton of damage. Uh, what it just hasn't damaged anything directly yet okay. for the moment. Uh, Jarnan's gonna lean towards Venari and whisper into his ear, I told you heretics burn. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he just like he just rubs his fucking temples, <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> that cannot be a coincidence that all this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? He starts <laughs> waiting around. Way to fuck us, Captain. I'll see ya. <laughs> if that's like a random crewman, he fucking gets shot. Oh, it absolutely was. Yeah. It was that guy. <laughs> uh, give, me a, give me a persuasion. Persuasion? No, for Kynok. Oh, for me? It was that guy. <laughs> I am very persuasive. No, I'm not. What is persuasive? I don't even. I don't have. I don't have anything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Are you untrained or are? I yeah, mean, yeah. I have no training in anything then, like that. Then half your fellowship roll against it. <gasps> That's an eleven out of sixteen. <laughs> you don't get shot. Kynok is like, it was that guy. And then a crew member's like, it wasn't me. But Venari's really sure it sounded just like that guy. And he still has those, like, yeah, he's got the the whispers and shit from before. Like, people are talking about him. He thinks it's starting to spread. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking blast him. Fucking explodes. I am totally okay with rolling a 91 on my exit the warp just for that moment. <laughs> and the crew is like <laughs> he like he looks around like his eyes are like fucking bugged out a little bit like he's fucking who's like, next? Yeah, he, he just starts like looking around. <laughs> he like looks down at the gun, he looks at the guy. <laughs> Clean his shit up. Bring somebody else in here. <laughs> he just rut like sprint to grab them and they start dragging the body out and like someone you know they're like calling to get someone to take his place like immediately get a space mop. <laughs> yeah they they're yeah. like we are gonna get I, I, yeah, lord captain hi <laughs> lord captain and like everyone looks terrified not just because of the current i mean it was i mean it was a not just that scenario, but like everything added together, they are fucking freaked. I'm gonna give a little. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna do a little roll real quick. So he like, he's looking around. He's all twitchy and shit. He like slowly puts the pistol away. He turns to go to like sit back down in the in the in the captain's chair, but then he like catches Jarnan kind of like standing there. So he like turns and like starts to sit and like catches you out of the corner of eye. And he like stands back up again real fast and kind of like starts walking around the bridge. It's like we're not next to him again. <laughs> yeah. Jarnan's going to slowly kind of make his flamer a little 
more accessible while watching you. <laughs> so Mace is going to pull out his, his extra flask that he has and takes a quick sip, making sure Jordan doesn't see him while he's looking at everyone moping around the bridge. Yeah, so everyone is fucking freaking out. They go to get him away. Everyone looks kind of freaked out um, at the latest series events. Not only because they heard whispers and then there was a fucking work trade where you said that they got teeth and a bunch of other shit they didn't understand. Because <laughs> they don't know what the fuck works are. Or what they're like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's teeth in the grain. And then, like, we just did a deal with aliens or Zenos. What the fuck? What's fucking happening? He just shot this guy. So the crew seems pretty freaked out. But you are now within orbit of Agusia. I would say not worse for wear, but you're pretty worse for wear at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, functionally. You haven't taken damage damage, but your ship's kind of fucked and fucked <laughs> it. And uh, your crew ain't so great at the moment. So, like, he's walking around. And then he, you know, he looks at like the the fucking monitor screen or whatever, and the you know as they're kind of coming in, the planet's getting a little bit bigger and bigger. And he stops and he cocks his head, turns back around, and he looks at Jarn and he just holds out his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Jarnan is going to hand him back his flask. He takes a step back from you. <laughs> And then uncorks it and takes a huge fucking slug. And finds that it's empty. Ah! He like he's like shaking it, throws it on the ground, and snaps. Jarvis! Fucking skull comes puttering over. You see him like fucking dip down, fucking grabs a bottle, comes like he loops around Jarnin, supposed <laughs> to like cutting between the two of them. Puts his hand up, grabs a bottle. It tastes delicious. I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't had any in a while, so like he'll take a big slug, and then he just holds his hand back up. Scalds fucking putters by, fucking snatches it. Sure. You feel a little buzzed. It he, helps. He feels a little better. <laughs> I mean, all in all, it's a little better. Ah, so uh, we are here. Um, need to assess the uh, damage to the ship. Thanks to circumstances, he kind of waves his hand. Uh, once we have a report on that, uh, we will uh, best assess how to proceed. Uh, scans, of course. Uh, Emmis, if you want to start on that, see if uh, there's anything down here. I need to roll for that. Overall... No. If you just want general information about the planet, uh, if you're looking for something specifically odd, perhaps, but what you get from your general scans, that this is... Uh, Agusia is a cemetery world. This is where, essentially, bodies are taken that are not recycled slash not recycled that's not policy 
but it is policy. Uh, so some members of uh, the Imperium uh, are transported here for burial. The world is not by any means, you know, advanced per se. There's no, there aren't, it's not like a hive world where there's massive cities. It's basically a giant, you know, necropolis slash mortuary or uh, uh, mausoleum sort of planet. So there are hubs where uh, craft land. They have landing pads and those sorts of things. Uh, but as far as the general uh, sort of makeup of the planet, the vast majority are crypts with spaceports where various craft will land to deposit their goods slash bodies. Unless you want to do a scan for something else. Well, actually, I was wondering if uh, if Kynok could use his uh, Void Watcher power right now. It, uh, it has the possibility of revealing hidden dangers such as mines, void creatures, and concealed ships, as well as more mundane perils like asteroids and debris. Sure. So I need to make a perception check. Modified by range and size of potential objects as the GM thinks appropriate, and I can detect things up to 5,000 kilometers. <laughs> That's pretty far. Okay. And that is a 49 out of 58. So. Uh, you don't detect any uh, space-borne obstacles right. between the, cr- the ship and... Uh, Agusia. Okay, I'll put myself. I'll kind of, I'll kind of, on deck wise, be closer to Emmaus for this, just so I can easily transfer information to him, and I will explain it. It it appears clear from here, unless you want to scan additionally. Is there anywhere specifically we wanted to go, or land, or look for, or are we just going to set down? Well, I. The demon wanted us to come here. I assume it will know when we enter the atmosphere or enter the necropoli. I mean, the spaceports do have cities around them. Obviously, people tend them. So Hmm. it's not just like an empty, like, place. There are, like, administratum offices and things, right? Like, there are cities that manage the burials. But, again, the vast majority of the planet are crypts. The capital of the planet is Halivar. That is the largest port on the planet. Uh, well, I mean, probably like he's scrolling through the fucking through the screens. Halivar is the biggest port. Uh, probably land there and begin our quest from there. Uh, perhaps as we get... Uh, Dirt side, Kynok will be able to detect this presence and give us a direction for which we want to travel. Okay, so I'll just we'll head towards there. Do you need me to make a roll to bring it down or anything? Or uh, no, no, okay. uh, you're good as far as like it's pretty standard docking. It's nothing crazy. Okay. Um, as you come in, you hear an automated uh, or or some sort of 
likely augmented uh, tech priest uh, communique. This is uh, Rogue Trader Venari Hollerman of the Heretic Spain. We are requesting a docking berth. Do I typically do that, or would Amos do that? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, Amos would do that. He just kind of waves his hand at Amos. I assume it's a button push or two, right? Push the Thank you. So head to 36 then. Push the big red button that brings us down. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get in your orbit, get your docking situation set up, uh, land at the docking bay. Very ominous uh, sort of uh, just landscape. Everything's fairly dark uh, and worn down. Sort of reminds you of you know, like the future scenes of a Terminator movie. Uh, except this is by design. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a breathable breathable atmosphere? Do we have to be like yeah. suited up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is it's breathable. Everything's totally, you know, normal Earth atmosphere, uh, or you know, M class planet, however you want to describe it. Um what looks like some sort of low-level administratum uh, official approaches uh, after you dock. Greetings. I'm your dock official, Rock Standler. I'm the dock officer for uh, this set of berths. And you are? Uh, Rogue Trader Venari Hollerman. And this Pleasure. is my crew. Uh, your codes checked out, so uh, everything looks to be in order. Uh, if I could be of assistance, obviously, I'm able to help resupply and uh, move any cargo you need. Otherwise, uh, please let me know. You're free, obviously, with your credentials uh, to do as you wish otherwise. Uh, let me know if I can be of service. Uh, indeed. Uh, best place to find a drink around here. Mm. I would say Necropolis. <laughs> Obviously, uh, a bit tongue-in-cheek as far as naming, but that would be the hot spot of Halivar. Ah, excellent. It's uh, hard to miss. You'll notice the signs. Much he kind of like waves waves his hand, and there's you know within the city, it's it's rather dimly lit. Uh, overall, but there are large sort of lights uh, around uh, what looks to be a massive sort of structure, uh, likely some sort of entertainment bar, gambling, sort of casino-type facility in the distance. Okay. Would we need to resupply? Like, I don't We don't talk about stuff like that very often. Would it be uh, common uh, not- practice after dropping out of the warp to... Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'd get like something. So yeah, he would he would um, you know give them a data pad with you know whatever information it was, whatever they needed to 
uh, restock or whatever. I'm, I'm assuming he's got people on board to handle that stuff when they get yeah, 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 yeah. All that yeah. stuff is like routine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was wondering um, if you wanted to ask him anything. Or... I, I, he looks to the crew, kind of raises an eyebrow. Like he has the information he needs right now. <laughs> Touche. Um, I mean, I, like he wouldn't know about a warp demon. So, I mean, that's the only reason why we're here. So very unlikely. If you ask him, hey, where can I find the warp demon that just came here? And he had an answer. You have a problem. <laughs> he would be a dead guy. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be a fucking problem for all of you if he had an answer to that question. Yeah, One I, way or another, you don't want him to know that. Yeah, Venari doesn't have any questions because he's unconcerned other than the task at hand, so... Sure. If anybody else, you know... Okay. So the question is, you, you, do you want to go to Necropolis, the bar? And in that case, the question is, do we leave that break for next time? Or do you want to do any of the initial stuff that you want to do there? If your idea is just drinking and carousing, then there's no real reason to roleplay a lot of that. So we could say you go there and start drinking. Is is this going to be another session where Venari stays behind and all of us go and actually do something? <laughs> Never again. <laughs> we don't know. The last time turned out so well. <laughs> God, that was a great scene, though. It was. It really fucked up a lot of people. It's I great. mean, yep. pretty great. in the long run, it actually did work out. For it worked it out was, perfect. Look, to be fair, worked out really great on accident. But could have gone very badly, but you guys do a very good job of recovering from that shit. We do. I prefer <laughs> to say... Will. The God Emperor chose our path for us. <laughs> he does shine upon you quite brightly. That's fair. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if these guys don't object, and I wouldn't expect that they really would, then, yeah, I mean, Venari just starts walking towards the bar. <laughs> I mean, we just got in. The ship's fucked up. I haven't had a drink in, fuck, like two months. That's got to change. <laughs> Does it? Does it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Neil, question for you. What yes. is what is the range on Cynescence? That's a great question. I believe it depends on your role in right. some part. But it can be... I would give it... Ooh, potentially kilometers. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, like so. By that, I mean if you f like, if someone's using a psi, like if there's a huge. It, it depends on what you're looking for, mm -hmm. right? So, like, if it's like I want to know if another navigator exists on this planet, well, mm -hmm. you're not going to do that, right? Like, right. you might know a navigator in your area, like within yeah. like a room or two. Yeah. Uh, but if there's like some crazy warp disturbance, you might know that for kilometers. Like a um, fucking demon. <laughs> uh, potentially, depending yeah. on the you know the power of said demon. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you you might be able to do you you, you could possibly detect that at quite a distance, yeah. um, for sure. Um, just like you did, like when there was the big disturbance, like when all the psychers, right? Uh, you know, 
sacrifice themselves uh, on the planet. You kind of felt like a warp disturbance. Exactly, yeah. You could feel like a huge, powerful thing um, from quite far. And again, like in a general direction, not like a pinpoint. Yeah. Um, and then obviously as things scale down, right, it mm-hmm. kind of focuses into like the room you're in. You could probably, you could detect a psyker or even a psychic power for sure, mm-hmm. likely. Or a psyker, even not using a power, you could probably detect in a room you're in, mm-hmm. something you know, or you know, maybe like even between like a floor of a building or something. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't be able to say, you know, cerebro like all the psychers on a planet, right? Or whatever, right? Oh yeah. Well, I figured we're at least so in Kynox's mind, we're at the we're chasing a demon, or at the very least we're here on a demon's behalf so they're or at least at know. its suggestion right exactly so seeing if there's anything kind of major that could give us a point of direction um yeah give me a sign yeah. essence check all right mm-hmm. 57 out of What's sign essence? Uh, uh, perception. 57 out of 58. You feel... Uh, so, are you at Necropolis yet, or are you on the dock still? Where I, are we? I assume we're, like, walking on the way while kind of is there. Okay, walking on the way to Necropolis, you... Uh, Kynok feels not directly in the direction of necropolis but mm-hmm. near nearby it uh a warp presence mm-hmm. uh of undetermined strength and then it sort of fades beyond that and you can't quite tell if it fades from your perception or if it's blocked beyond that beyond a certain point okay uh kynok then will put his hand on jarnan's shoulder and say the uh there is a slight detection of the warp in the area. However, something potentially more powerful than I has also been able to manipulate it to drag it or hinder my capabilities to detect it. Can you... Are you able to detect it enough to give us a general direction to travel? I could lead us towards it. And it'll kind of. So you said it was kind of like not quite it's Necropolis, toward, but. It's, it's toward Necropolis, maybe. So, like, if Necropolis is directly in front of you, it would mm-hmm. be sort of 10 degrees askew and perhaps a slightly further than Necropolis, yeah. for example. Yeah, so I'll just kind of nod, like, off to the side a little bit. You may be able to determine more, you know, if you're once you're at 
closer. If you if you decide to go to Necropolis, perhaps you would be able to pinpoint more from there, mm-hmm. uh, or you could head sort of directly toward that direction if you wanted as mm-hmm. well. All right. Well, unfortunately, this may mean we'll have to leave this establishment. I just assume that you would uh, prefer to know ahead of time so that perhaps we can begin to divert our captain before he gets into his festivities. Yeah, like I said, looks like we're going to have to leave this establishment. Mm-hmm. Let's go get him. And Kynok at that point will kind of like pull off of Jarnan a little bit. Yeah, I assume I'm just like a little ahead of you guys. Mm. Like he didn't set off on his own. I assume this is all happening as we're kind of like walking. Yeah, I assume you're all. And there I even like if, if Jarnan is a little close to Vanari, like keeping an eye on him, the, sh- the hand on the shoulder could have even been like a slowdown a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, so then, yeah, it, it, you know, I, as you're approaching, uh, I assume Vanari continues on toward Acropolis. I mean, he probably doesn't like notice them stop or slow down, like, especially if Emmis is walking with him. He's just, I mean, there's really... no reason that you would stop for any reason. Like, they're yeah. not like stopping, stopping. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's just chatting up Emmis. Nothing right. of any particular import. You arrive at Necropolis. It's yeah, yeah. A, so as you're walking through. Obviously, the city is very utilitarian. Uh, the buildings are, uh, you know, some some version of concrete uh, with rather simple windows. The people are rather plainly dressed. As you uh, get closer to Necropolis, there seems to be some businesses. Uh, it seems to be sort of the entertainment restaurant sort of district um, with Necropolis as the sort of tongue-in-cheek, you know, de facto gathering place of that particular area. It has, you know, it's not fancy by any means, but definitely more uh, has gone into making it hospitable than most of the buildings around. Uh, It looks rather well-trodden, uh, and seems to be some sort of, again, yeah, casino slash, you know, entertainment slash bar slash house of ill repute sort of <laughs> deal. Okay. I mean, if we're there, he goes in. The uh, Jarvis has a, uh, a fresh bottle of Amasek because he's going to try to peddle his stuff here as well. <laughs> okay. Always working. Okay. Uh, uh, who are you going to peddle that? To are you gonna like who like so when you go in, you know, there's not like really an ID or anything. They, you know, there's people that can show you wherever there's bars, it's sort of a club sort of atmosphere, just sort of people drinking, dancing, that sort of thing. Um, is there like a hostess or something like that? Yeah, uh, as you walk in, there's several uh, that would approach. Very attractive women. Uh, one walks up. Welcome to Necropolis. We're here to make your stay as pleasurable as possible. Ah, that's uh, good to hear. Um, we'll circle back around to that when we get the chance. But 
who happens to own this fine establishment? Is that someone that you could put me into contact with? Mm. We don't just give away the contact information for the owner uh, without being invited. Ah, understand, I'm, understand. As I'm sure you know, uh, they get several requests. I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, probably not f- from Venari Hollerman, of course, but I understand uh, there's certain protocol. Um, he snaps his hands in the skull, kind of like putters down. He puts his hand out. Uh, you see, I have this, um, oh, wow, my own brand of Amasek. You see, it's, uh, it's quite rich, a uh, little peaty. Very, very good. Um, I'm always looking to share in, in new markets. This seems like a very, um, if you'll pardon the pun, a vibrant place, if you will. I'm looking to see whether or not there would be any interest in uh, perhaps procuring some of this very fine Amasek. Uh, I mean, perhaps I could put you in contact with one of the managers, uh, but the owner herself, I couldn't say uh, that I even have a way to contact. That's a little above my pay grade. As a hostess, I'm sure you imagine. (laughs) Indeed. I guess we'll start with the manager then, if you please. Uh, She bows and... uh, walks uh, over to a desk, uh, whispers a bit, points to you. Obviously, you're wearing finery and fairly fancy things. Uh, You're not the general street trash. Um, And a large man comes out dressed in a suit. Looks fairly well-to-do. Ah, greetings. My name is uh, Nico Castile. I am the manager on duty at Necropolis. Uh, one of our hostesses says you would like to speak to me about some sort of uh, business opportunity. He gives him a gives him a big bow. He says, "Indeed, yes, I am uh, Rogue Trader Venari Hollerman. Uh, I have this, uh, if I do say so myself, a very fine brand of Amasek." I'm looking to see if you may be interested in perhaps procuring said brand. Perhaps. Uh, pardon my ignorance, but uh, Rogue Trader, uh, Onagusia, what are you doing here? We don't get many of your kind. Uh, it's, uh, we try, obviously, to entertain the locals, but uh, it's someone... Of your ilk, not common. Indeed, yes, the uh, warp tends to be a, uh, a fickle metri- mistress. Uh, we have uh, undergone a little bit of damage. Uh, perhaps we may be here a little longer than I would have liked to have been. We were uh, on our way to far-flung, far-flung places, and yet we find ourselves here. <laughs> it's unfortunate that this place is so dead. <laughs> I, it's a joke. Uh, again, this is uh, one of the places uh, that you can have good times uh, on on Agusia, but it's a pretty uh, somber affair most of the time. Uh, alcohol, I guess, could uh, does help. 
make people forget uh, their cares. So perhaps, perhaps, uh, if you have a sample, I'd be happy to pass it on to our manager, the oh, owner, if you will. Yes, indeed. Uh, perhaps you'd like to uh, have a little taste, a little parsed myself. Uh, are you serving it through the skull or through? No, the skull's just carrying it around. I, I have it in my hand now, or it's on oh, the table okay. or whatever. Uh, he's like, please pour. Uh, <laughs> Far be it for me to refuse a drink from a gentleman. Are we saying that the skull has the uh, the glasses in it, or or if not, he just like uh, you know asks one of the hosts to spring over a couple glasses. Either way, whatever one you prefer. It, yeah, the skull's got a couple glasses in it. wine. Skull wine. <laughs> it, like, they stack inside each other. Uh, <laughs> it, like, slides up into the thing. Yeah. So the, the skull slides, you know, comes back over. He seems somewhat to very amused by that. Yeah, he just holds his hand out, and the skull puts things in, so puts them out, <laughs> kind of polishes them a little bit, pours them up, uh, yeah, you know, maybe two fingers worth. Uh, he takes a pretty long draw on it. Ah, this, this is good. Uh, it's perhaps something we could, uh, perhaps we could make some money on here. He, so Venari's holding his glass. He hasn't taken a sip yet. So he just tinks his glass to the other guy's glass, takes a slug, and he says, it will be a pleasure to do business with you guys. I'll put in a good word, and uh, perhaps uh, we could create a further discussion. Excellent. I look forward to uh, meeting with your owner. Uh, in the meantime, uh, please uh, show yourselves around and uh, tell uh, the hostess that Nico uh, said you deserve the VIP treatment. Ah, you flatter me, sir. Ah, well, far be it for me to stand in the way of a rogue trader and his pleasures, uh, particularly on such a humble planet. He just gives him a wink. So he, uh, he, 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 like, snap, he like snaps and like a hostess runs over and starts showing you through to like beyond the like peon stations of like the low class bar stuff to like the high end VIP high roller sort of like gambling tables bar. You know, there's like high end escort looking ladies and super hot all the super hot hostesses and waitresses are back there and waiters uh for whatever is your game uh do, do they actually get me back there before uh kainok and jarnan come in or do they not come in at all i don't know kainok is usually not welcome and it's like he while they will allow him in uh, large groups of people are not usually his thing. Uh, if you have your third eye covered and you're with Venari at this point, they would mm. welcome you to do whatever it is you want. Mm. With If you're with him, he's a VIP. Mm. I mean, it's not often someone with their own label of Amasek comes in, let alone a rogue <laughs> trader peddling it. So that's kind of a crazy weird situation so they're kind of like this fucking guy we don't know we gotta treat this guy good yeah, well, yeah then Kainok will hang back to see what Jarnus and Amaze's move is uh, Jarnan 
will kind of wait a, probably like a minute and then follow Venari in. Make sure he's, you know, not giving them a bad name. <laughs> Moi? <laughs> he already has. <laughs> yes, I'm surprised. I would have walked in and just sat down and grabbed the drink while Fenari was talking. I would have just <laughs> been sitting down and just looking around and checking everything out. So I was already in there. Okay. Well, as you're getting, as you're drinking, um, he has that conversation, and you see him walk with like two hostesses and the entire. Well, if they're waiting behind, you they are kind of waiting, but you see him sort of being given the VIP. Uh, kind of walk in and I'm assuming uh, he notices you and gives you some sort of nod if you want to follow into the high rollers area. Yeah, I assume then this is following in. Definitely. Man after okay. my heart. Uh, yeah, you go in. It's, uh, it's a fancy well-decorated posh, much higher end uh, area that you're shown to uh, with much wealthier looking citizens. These are likely higher level uh, Imperium members, perhaps a rogue trader even uh, might uh, potentially be there. Unlikely, Uh, but well-dressed, obviously well-funded members of society. As you walk in, uh, you are greeted pleasantly. Uh, they're willing to give you whatever drinks or entertainment or whatever that you like. And unless you have a specific goal, I will say you carouse for a bit and uh, we'll pick it up from there. Sounds good. I like it. Party time. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll shield now. So uh, we've got uh, Neil's uh, Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. Uh, there's the legendary brew. It's a nice medium roast. A little bit of the money comes back to the podcast if you order that. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. There are also some other really good uh, flavors of coffee, different roasts over at Birds of a Feather. So you can use the ridiculous slug in the show notes or go to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. Or you could just go to Birds of a Feather and order some of the cool stuff over there. It's birdsofafeathercoffeecompany.com. If you just go to birdsofafeather.com, I don't know where it takes you. Or Google Birds of a Feather Coffee and you'll get it. I'm interested now. Either way, it's good coffee. This is excellent coffee. Actually, I have to take an order. It's like the best coffee. Also, several of you have ordered not just the Legends Brew, so our Legendary Brew. So, uh, kudos to branching out, trying some other stuff too. FYI, birdsofafeather.com is a gated gay and lesbian community of homes in New Mexico. So, so go there for all of your coffee needs. <laughs> <laughs> if you want coffee, go to whatever. Go to New Mexico. Community <laughs> in New Mexico probably doesn't roast coffee. So I don't think that could have worked out any better. <laughs> that's a very interesting owner of a very broad URL. <laughs> 
<laughs> How did they get that? I would love to know. Well, we should have a whole show on that. Uh, yeah, so that's not us. But we do roast coffee. Add coffee at the end, and you're good. I don't, I think it's Coffee Company. Bird's Coffee Company. It's oh, Bird's, oh, actually, it's just Bird's Coffee Company. There you go. Or just Google Birds of a Feather Coffee. Or Bird's Coffee. I suck. I should be thinking this. Buy Birds of a Feather Coffee. It's delicious coffee. It's roasted to order. And it's roasted by this cool guy right here that also entertains you for free on the internet. And so I can also caffeinate you for not free on the internet. All right. Thanks, everybody, for checking this out. We'll catch you next time. This is David Schroeder, and I'm on the Legends of Tabletop broadcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.